everyone, and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus Season 2 in its entirety because this is our recap episode. Hey, one last rendezvous. What's not fun about that? I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, having just finished watching The White Lotus Season 2 for the first time, and I'm recording this podcast with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Arrivederci, everyone. No. But No. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Yep, that's the wrong one. Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, good night, everyone. Ciao. <laughs> ciao. Well, that's Bonjour, both. The right? <laughs> ciao both, right? The both Ch- ciao can be either. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Bonjour, though, is probably what you're trying to say. Arrivederci. Okay, folks, if you have never <laughs> seen a, or listened to a Showhoppers recap podcast, well, you're in for a treat. We've got a lot of great stuff lined up for you. We're going to start. By running through each episode from our least favorite to our favorite. Of course, Kurt and I don't agree on any but one of these slots. Uh, and so this is, we're, we're going to take this uh, in turns. We'll both start by talking about our least favorite episode of the season. And I will start because, you know what, I'm the host today. Uh, and if Kurt ever wants to select a series that doesn't have 118 episodes, then he can be the host and he can pick who goes first. That was a little resentment in there, but all right. I guess I deserve that. Are you ready, Mr. Sapp? <laughs> I, I am ready. Two minutes on the clock. Ready, set, go. Have you started the timer? Yeah, I started it. You said go, go. Oh, boy. My least favorite episode of the season is episode, uh, is, uh, episode four, In the Sandbox. I still gave it a nine out of ten, so this is not to say that I don't like this episode. Uh, I just, I'm not... I'm not. Uh, there's nothing that really jumps out at me as, as being great about this episode. The, this episode heavily focused on Lucia and Mia, who, uh, you know, although they ended up being the big winners of the season, did not end up being the pivotal characters that I thought they'd be, considering that they were kind of the connective tissue between the different groups at the resort. Uh, Lucia and Mia didn't end up, you know, they didn't end up dying and they didn't end up killing. So it was, it was kind of strange for me to, to, uh, in retrospect, to have this much focus on them in this episode. Now, having said that, I did love a lot about this episode. Uh, my favorite scene in the episode was when Mia moved in on uh, Giuseppe simultaneously as Lucia was moving in on Al. This, this was pretty cool. There's a lot of religious imagery in this episode as well, which was great because I, I, I'm into that. I dig it. We had St. Lucy. We had St. Sebastian. Uh, a lot of uh, pro- kind of foreshadowing of martyrdom that didn't end up panning out, but uh, it was still really made for some entertaining and good stuff. There wasn't a lot of focus on, on our main characters, on the guests at the White Lotus. So, and so the, I think this, this takes a hit for that reason as well. Um, I did, like I say, I did love the, the Albi and Lucia stuff, the Mia and Giuseppe stuff. Um, Jack was not my favorite character in this season. So uh, this was his kind of big introduction and and it was so i was kind of a little lukewarm on that but we also got quentin's big introduction and quentin was fantastic so overall very good episode just not my favorite this season i'll stop there 156 holy crow subtract really... four seconds from you starting it there so we'll say we'll say, even though i wouldn't have if it benefited me but 152. Well, okay. Pretty much of a hot no, shot. I, I am trying to keep this lean, lean and mean, though. So uh, I, I'm really <laughs> trying to go way under two minutes, but it didn't work so, out so well with that one. All right. Let's uh, move on to Kurt's 
Kurt, we didn't play the number sound effect. Oh my goodness. What, well, what number what, are what, we what, on? What, what number was that? Nope, not that sound effect. The other one. Number seven. That's the one. Good job, Kurt. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, Kurt, you ready for your number seven? I'm ready. Yep. Ready, set, go. My seventh favorite episode of the season is the first episode, the pilot, Chow. My only 8 out of 10. I famously don't like pilot episodes normally. And this is as pilotly as, pilot-ly as you're going to get for a season 2 premiere. Since this is like an anthology series. And all the characters except for Tanya and Greg are new. So, you know, first of all, I got to learn all the characters. And maybe this episode's better in hindsight, right? Now that I've seen the whole series, I can maybe go back and enjoy it more. But, you know, thinking back through it, I go, well, Valentina she's funny this probably this might be the most funny episode or at least there's a lot of humor in it but that's about it like you know valentina nothing too serious with her that i noticed in this episode tiny's for the most part comical i mean she meets greg and she's comical with Portia. uh nothing too much from the degrassos this episode that's too noteworthy except for maybe dominic right that was i think i last on him early because he was probably the most complex character out of all of them and the young couples i mean cameron and daphne we had an itch something was wrong with them but nothing was confirmed at this point and ethan there's nothing much going on with him and harper seemed like a party pooper from this perspective so uh, there there wasn't it wasn't as i mean it was nice to get to know the characters and lucia and mia lucia and mia with dominic might have been the most interesting part of the episode thinking back on it uh and hold dominic's whole story so for that reason, that's why I get it an eight out of ten. It's not terrible, but it's not as good as the other ones. Stuff and not as dramatic. So that's it. I'll end my time. One forty-four. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, uh, I have not talked about that one yet, so there's nothing to say. We'll just move on to the next one. Number six. All right, All right I'm ready, Kurt. Mr. Sal. Number six. Ready, set, go. My sixth favorite episode of the season is. In the Sandbox, uh, the fourth episode of the season. I gave it a 9 out of 10, same as Mr. Sal. Uh, at first, I think I gave it an 8 out of 10, but I, I did bump it up after a... I don't know if we talked about it or if just on my own happenstance, I gave it a 9. And it's 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 a far cry from the episode that um, preceded it, right? So, And we'll talk about it whenever we get to that one. But I was somewhat frustrated by the big misunderstanding between Harper and Ethan. Right, that Harper thinks Ethan cheated on him or her, and Ethan's keeps doubling, tripling, quadrupling down. And I get, you know, but it just to me it was frustrating, right? And I, I guess part of the drama and whatnot, but it was just frustrating. And I had note in this episode that I wish we didn't know the truth, what Ethan had done. So I think it would have been more interesting. And I'm very glad that that kind of ended up as what happened for both couples or each one in this couple. So that was good i mean i'll later be happy with that but in the moment i wasn't too pleased with that uh portia going with jack and ditching lb who gets lucia that's all right um lucia lb stuff gets interesting eventually but here it's it's nice and uh, i'll say it to there it's nice besides that uh, i mean nothing really strikes me as all too interesting um is this this is the one where Harper shows. Is this the episode where Harper shows or Daphne shows Harper the photo? 
No, it's not uh, even. No, it's no. later. No, it's not. It's not even that. So yeah, I, I'll leave it there then. That's a long way time. One forty nine. Yeah. So now that we've both talked about it in the sandbox, you know. I would push back a little bit on the lack of interest in the Harper Ethan stuff because I do think that was I mean that was so pivotal to, to their entire story for the whole it is. The season. It's just so. frustrating to me. It, it, listen, I used to this before about Lost. But it's frustrating that it's just it's just poor communication. Right. But it's well, it's yes. I, I I get that that is the whole point of this in a way. It's it's a relationship issue. But it was just it's just it's the irony for us. Like we we know clearly Harper knows something's up, mm-hmm. and we also know that what Ethan did that night. So it's like just it's frustrating for me, the viewer, going, "Well, okay, listen, I know both sides here, and I see what's going on here, and I, it wasn't a cool type of irony or type of thing. It was just a frustrating one for me. So I did not enjoy it that much. I got you personally. No, I I, I hear you. I mean, this is, I don't want to defend it too much because this is. My least favorite episode of the season, but but it's still, I mean, still good. And I tend to still love it. I, and I think I maybe underplayed how much I loved Quentin's introduction in this this episode. This is the episode where he's like, "Oh, from the very beginning, okay." You know, the, that, was that's, that's, that was funny. Yeah, it's it's, it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, the, so, so that that stuff was good. And, and I, the, the Ethan and Harper stuff, I thought Harper was really interesting because uh, I, I know you're, you're fr- you get frustrated with the lack of communication. You get frustrated because you know already, and even though Harper doesn't. Um, but watching Harper's reaction to it, I thought was worth it. I, I, she, okay. she, I think, ended up being my favorite character in this episode. But anyway, let's move on to my number six. All right. You ready, Mr. Sal? I sure am. Okay, ready, set go all right my number six rated episode is episode two right yeah two italian dream another nine out of ten for me but yeah you have to pardon me i only have four hands there's there's only so much i can do but it's a quote from the from the episode by the way anyway (laughs) um (laughs) uh I like this is this is the episode where we we get the line, uh, Bert watching TV, uh, watching The Godfather, and and they they say in Sicily women are more dangerous than machine guns, and so we spend the rest of the season kind of with the ba- that in the back of our mind that you know <laughs> this this might be a a thing to keep an eye on, but you know watch the watch out for the Sicilian woman. Yeah, the the DeGrasso's at the with I'm sorry with um. I think this is the one where they bring uh, Portia to the the Greek theater. I'm pretty sure uh, that was that was relatively entertaining stuff. Uh, I was lukewarm on 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 Portia and Albie's relationship. Uh, this is where they kind of go out on the date that night, and you know, I was like, I don't know if there's there's much here. This is going to be kind of a chalk story, but I ended up liking it. Uh, I still liked. The, the the couples, although I thought they started to get repetitive in this episode, what I loved about this episode was Tanya and Greg. You know, this is the Peppa Pig episode where they're off on the, the little scooter uh, and they're doing their their thing. Uh, and they go to dinner. The dinner scene was my favorite between Tanya and Greg. And we learned so much, and retrospectively, that scene ends up being like a pivotal, most like a hugely important scene in this season where we find out about the prenup and we find out that Greg is leaving for a while. And we find out that, that there's a lot of resentment here between the two of them and that Greg uh, is allegedly worried about being discarded. And uh, it seems like a breakup, although they end up back together the next day at the end of the, okay. 
Darn it. Okay. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess I guess then we gotta move on to the next. Number five. Okay. On to number yeah, five. It's still me because we snake it along. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay, my number f- five rated episode is episode one. Ciao. You know, this is a, this is a. I thought this was a great introductory episode to these characters and the setting. Uh, it's it's we're coming off of season two or season one, set in Hawaii. We have a whole new place to to get used to in Sicily. We've got a whole new set of characters other than Tanya and Greg. And that could that could be very disorienting, very awkward, and, and maybe a little off-putting. I did not feel any of those things in this episode. I I was just in, engrossed, fully engrossed in the place right away. Uh, I, the characters, I thought the, the scene getting off of the boat, off of the ferry, and and Valentina just roasting each of them in turn was, was perfect. It was it was great. Just a great way to meet everybody. Uh, I love the the dinner scene. That ended up being my favorite episode of the of the sorry favorite scene of the episode. Much like most of season one for me, <laughs> but um, and, and a lot of that is because uh, we've, we're going from couple to couple or from group to group. Right, Tanya mortified seeing Portia uh at dinner because greg didn't want her there bert flirting with every single female he can find uh mia and lucia enter and everybody kind of knows who they are harper and uh ethan kind of argue about what to order and it sets up their characters nicely so that was awesome uh and then i also loved this kind of toward the end when you have these kind of thin walls between harper and ethan's ethan's room and daphne and cameron's room and you kind of see how different these two couples are, which ends up being a huge theme of the whole season. This idea that Daphne and Cameron have this like really uh, amorous relationship, despite wow. oh my god, I'm so terrible right now. Ah, sure. That went from I want to stay on the lean side of things uh. to double timeout. <laughs> Oh man, I feel like such a failure. Okay, well, we haven't even gotten to my favorite episodes yet. <laughs> a lot to talk about. Lot Apparently, I really liked this season of television. Oh, it's a good one. All right, Kurt. Well, I guess we'll have to move on. Oh, you've already talked about Chow. So, any anything you want to say? Oh yeah. Um, speaking on Chow, I think you enjoyed it more than I did. I definitely uh, did. I, I, it was nice to see the characters, and I you know I, I I didn't hit on that part with the couples. I, I did think was interesting, um, the difference in them, and at the time, the difference was certainly. I didn't realize the importance of how much the difference would be. But yeah, definitely, um, I mean, it's just the whole part of the storyline. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a, I, that part I I really loved, and you know, my, I said I had said originally that my favorite scene was the dinner scene, but you know, retrospectively, it's probably that scene because of that juxtaposition so i what i did like too is I, I, I for episode one definitely and i don't know if still for episode two we were wondering it but we we're trying to find chinks in the armor of a uh, cameron and daphne's relationship like, something's oh, gonna yeah. be wrong here so because harper also mentions, right uh, like, right something suspicious here mm-hmm. and they're trying to prove that cameron's a bad person as well yes we did <laughs> Well, that that I think we talked about more after the second 
second episode because even after okay. the second episode, the, the worst thing he had done was drop his drawers with Har- in Harper's line of sight. And the question was, wasn't an accident or not? Yeah. Right. So. Pretty clearly not an accident retrospectively. Yeah. So, all right. Are you ready for your number five? I'm ready. Ready, set, go. My uh, fifth ranked episode of the season is Italian Dream. The second episode, I gave it a nine out of ten. Um, this episode is what really made me like uh, Ethan and Harper, Daphne and Cameron, the two young couples. Great. Uh, speaking of which, the scene with Cameron dropping his stuff there and Harper stressed about it. That, I mean, I thought that was pretty good. And that's like not that good compared to what later happens with the young couple. So that's just, a, I mean, that's why it's probably down here compared to later episodes. But nonetheless, I still thoroughly enjoyed it and that kind of controversy. I mean, Mr. Salber wondering. Was that on purpose by Cam? I, I forget where I landed. I think I landed that was on purpose, but I'm not sure. Um, what the record show, <laughs> wherever I sat on it. I did think I did like the Tiny and Greg stuff more. Uh, seeing all the cracks, you know, her little drive around Italy was also comical. The Peppa Pig joke stuff that was all good. Uh, the Grassos were all right. Uh, I was rooting for Albie and Portia, um, and I was wondering how this relationship dynamic was going to go. You know, I, I didn't want it just being them in a relationship. And I, I liked the way they went with it. But at the time, still, I was all right with it. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't too interested in it. But I was very still interested in Dominic and his struggle. And, you know, he, he comes yet again, I think, tonight to Lucia and Mia. So that was definitely interesting for me. So, uh, you know, as a second episode. It really started getting the hooks of the series from me. Where I was like, all right, you know, that was the pilot. It was all right. Nothing to write home about, I'd say. This one is really good. I was, I'm really enjoying this. So, yeah, I like this episode. I'll end my time. 140. Okay. And I've already talked about Italian Dream as well, which means that we are, we are, uh, our bottom three are the same, just in different order. They are. <laughs> which means our top four are the same, but in a different order. Now, uh, one thing I did get cut off saying that I'm, gonna shoe hammer in here now uh-huh. is uh, just the the idea of greg and T- greg and tanya all virtually breaking up and then at the end of the episode tanya overhearing greg's conversation about the yeah. you know I-, I love you too i'll be home soon like it, well, we don't know if he was talking to quentin or somebody else but we still don't know <laughs> so We'll see next season when rich guy Gray comes going around. <laughs> we may very well, honestly. Like it seems like they like following this Greg story, but anyway, we'll see. I think it's nice to have one kind of continuity story that you know, one mm-hmm. one thread that's yeah. going throughout. And if they don't, they don't. Fine, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna be too too upset about it. But I would like to see it. I like to see it like just this kind of one lineage story. Yeah, that can kind of bound everything mm-hmm. to to some degree anyway Mm -hmm. okay well uh let's move on then to the next number number four okay we are on to number four i think this one is you again right it is me okay ready set go i'm on to number four that's amor (laughs) the fifth amore (laughs) i know it rhymes with four if i say it like that Amore for Amore. Fifth episode, I give a 10 out of 10. Everything else from here on forth is a 10 out of 10. So more than half the season, I give a 10 out of 10. So I did struggle to kind of rank these episodes. That's Amore. It's here. Uh, it's a very good episode. Okay, obviously, I, I gave it what it is. 
because of how I felt about it. Um, speaking to the couples first, I did complain to Mr. Sal that I, I thought in the middle of this episode. So Harper's upset. She's drinking quite a bit. And I felt in the middle of the episode with her drinking, I thought was not as good as the ending portion of it. Um, which is, I, I, I guess, certainly is the case. Because I think the ending portion of this episode, with especially Harper and Daphne speaking together, and her showing Harper that photo of her kid that's probably not Cameron's is super good. <laughs> I mean, really good. Uh, Lucia and Albie are also really good in this episode. I mean, and, and it's where they inseminate the thighs, where we first see Alicio uh, and the whole concept of, it, it, is this, is, is he getting played? I don't know, maybe. Well, I don't know, I don't know maybe not. Well, she's not making him pay. Who knows? And that was also really good. Very well done. I, I love how they kept that going until the very end. So, I'll, I'll leave just those two points for now because uh, I'm sure Mr. Sal want to see more on it, but there you go. That's it. I'll leave. I'll end it there. 145. There we go. Yeah, I do have plenty more to say about that tomorrow, but <laughs> it's going to be a while before you hear me talk yeah, about yeah, that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm ready for my number four. Okay. Ready? Set. Go. My number four rated episode is episode six, Abductions. This is the penultimate episode. It's I, I gave it a nine out of ten. I love this episode. Uh, just a couple things that kind of hold it back from being higher on my list. Uh, what I love about it is everything to do with Ethan and Harper, and, and Daphne and Cameron. By the way, by the way, because this is the episode where Harper and Cameron end up back in the bedroom, and Ethan, in a fit of jealousy and rage, goes and just pounds on the door trying to break up whatever he thinks is going on in there. And we never do find out about it. So this is, uh, I do have that, that right. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, so, and we never do find out about it, which, which is, is kind of the beauty of this, of this whole storyline that we don't find out about that. We never see it. Uh, we similarly, we, and when we get to the finale, we never really find out what happened with Ethan and Daphne. Uh, but it's, that mystery of it that, that makes this so good. And the idea that I thought that Harper was making it up, that Harper was faking it in order to make Ethan feel what she felt. I and mean, I love that, but I love it. Even if something did happen, it's great. Uh, the portion of Jack stuff I thought was spectacular in this episode too. This is the one where Jack ends up telling her in a drunken stupor, you know, that he was in a very deep hole, the, the deepest of holes and Quentin pulled him out of it, but Quentin's going to be coming into some money. And this is uh, where Portia kind of realized that she's been more or less abducted. The Valentina and Mia stuff was great. Lucia getting fake abducted by Alessio was great. Where I think this episode falters a little bit uh, is uh, Tanya partying and partying and then partying some more uh, until she sees Stop. the picture of Greg. What? Stop. Stop. Oh, my Mr. God. Three in a row. Three in a row. Yeah, yes. Huh. <laughs> Obviously, you got to slow it down, but actually quite the reverse. You got to speed it either oh, up or you got to cut it back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Who am I apologizing to? Listeners, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyway. I'm apologizing to myself, I think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm myself down. All right. Well, moving on, I guess. 
number three. She even cut me off with the sound effects. I thought it'd be funny too. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well, tell me when to start, and I'm sure to use up the entire time. I guess. All right. Okay. Ready. Set. Go. All right. Episode three. Bull elephants. This is my first ten, and this is my third rated episode of the season i love this episode and retrospectively like this is this is kind of the the turning point of the of the season because this is the night this is the night that ethan and cameron have with lucia and mia that just shifts that entire dynamic and and everything that has to do with those two couples for the rest of the season happens in this episode you know ethan and and uh cameron have their time with Lucia and Mia where Cameron definitely cheats. Ethan starts to, but stops. Meanwhile, Daphne has rented out this, this uh, palazzo for her and Harper and more or less abducted her uh, and, and gives Harper this idea of do whatever you have to do to make yourself not feel like the victim, because that's what Daphne's going to do. She's going to give this advice to Harper. She's going to give this advice to Harper again, and then she's going to give it to Ethan and it ends up being kind of their storyline. We have fortune teller for Tanya in this episode, which is also great. Uh, And we have the Godfather kind of ranch, for uh for the degrassos which was a, a pretty cool thing as well so i i love this episode and i don't want to run out of time so i'm gonna stop 123 yeah <laughs> way overcompensated <laughs> I can't have okay you you had a lower time than me and higher times than me <laughs> that's right I, i've been rather precise or is it accurate? Yeah. No, yeah. stop. It's precise. It's I think precise. it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, they're not. Anyway. Okay. Well, I, I suspect that we're going to hear your opinions of bull elephant very soon. So, bull elephants very soon. So, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, ready? Set. Go. Uh, my third favorite episode of the season, give it a 10 out of 10, is the third episode, uh, Bull Elephant. So, I mean, so I feel very similar to Mr. Sal. I think this was definitely the episode where I was like, yeah. Uh, this might this is better than season one, I think. I could I could see how this is gonna be this can be better. And I mean, maybe call it recency bias, but I do think it's the case that this season is better. Uh some stuff Michelle didn't go over. Dominic, this is where he kind of starts and from here on out, like he wakes up with uh, Mia and Lucia, but from henceforth he refutes them and we don't ever see him get anyone again. So that's that, and that's what leads to Cameron hiring them for later tonight obviously the couples are probably the, the biggest portion of this episode that are you know noteworthy other stuff that goes on too i mean porsche and lb you kind of see the, the the lack of spark almost and like the the awkwardness between the two it's very it's very it was enjoyable to watch i, I did like watching it the tarot card reader for tanya was funny um Nothing. I don't know if anything really came of Portia taking the pills. I know Tanya kind of mentioned it later, but oh, we never see Portia I think taking them out or anything, unless I'm mistaken. So I don't know if she used them herself or whatever have you. But uh, that that happened. So um, besides that, I mean, I'm, I'm in agreement with Mr. Salt that Daphne's really interesting. Uh, we finally see Cameron. <laughs> well, our question is: Is Cameron? kind of a bad guy the answer kind of goes yes <laughs> so there you go uh, i'll end it right there 144 
Sí, sí. I know that's amazing. Oh boy. I mean, technically, I had been pretty consistent as well, just consistently bad. Yeah, well, it's so. easy to be consistent when you just go to the max time, and I gotta cut you off. Yeah. Oh man, I can I can be perfectly precise that way. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all the talk of, of bull elephants. So, is there anything that we missed that we want to make sure we hit upon here? Uh, Greg leaves. That's why not. Oh, yeah. Greg does leave. Anyway, okay. Well, then I guess it's time to move on to the next. Number two. Kurt, you ready? I'm ready. Set. Go. My second favorite episode of the season is the penultimate episode, Abductions. And there's... Here, I'll go over it. There, there, there's a few ways a penultimate episode can go, right? It's, sometimes it's better than the finale, right? And the finale's kind of a letdown. Sometimes it's not very good because it's trying to make the finale so much better. It's a lot of setup kind of, or it's really, you know, they have some payoff. It's really good. And the finale has even more payoff. It's a very good setup, but yet in and of itself, it's a very good episode. That's the case for abductions, right? It's super good. I mean, also um, I'll speak on some points that Mr. Sal uh, didn't speak on with uh, Valentina is so good in this how we didn't, you know, she wasn't, we, we knew she liked Isabella, but here, her with media and stuff, and seeing her kind of l- perhaps losing sway with her staff, but I guess letting her hair down, if you want to call it that way, you know, we, we see a bit more of the human side of Valentina. That was super good to see. Uh, seeing the Degrassas going to town, and LB bringing Lucia, and just kind of the awkwardness of it all, you know, with obviously Dominic having been with her, Bert knowing that, and Albie not knowing any of that, you know, the, just the awkwardness of it, and that eventually it's all, you know, Alicio comes as well, and it's an abduction, quote-unquote, but, you know, I mean, we later learn that's not the case, obviously, but at the time, we didn't know with 100% certainty, so that's obviously also really good, and it keeps that in the back of your mind going on. The couple stuff is, of course, really great, I mean, no, no complaints there, and it did. I mean, I'm going to be happy with what happened with Harper and Cameron in the room because that's what I was wishing for. <laughs> so I was really glad to see that. Um, and the Porsche Jack stuff, I wasn't too high on it during the episode, but especially that ending dialogue a bit, oh, I was all over it. And I love the tiny stop. Ah! Yay, finally. Okay. Dang it. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say anything else on objections or no? Well, uh, let me rebut first, and then you can rebut sure, my sure. rebuttal. But you know, I, I think that the the only thing holding this episode back for me, I tried to, I, I kind of got cut off mentioning this was, the, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> was was uh, I said I mentioned Tiny's parting, but the DeGrassos, I, I was I was let down by the DeGrassos I in this know, episode. The, the, there just wasn't a lot of meat there for them. You said you didn't like the DeGrassos, and you didn't like Tiny's partying, right? And I think that's where we disagree, like disagree in the episode. I enjoy the DeGrasso's throughout. Like, as I said, the, in the car scene when they have Lucia, that's both comical and yet, you know, kind of like a mm-hmm. little, you know, funny situation with Bert. It's entertaining. Uh, DeGrasso's were yeah. always entertaining. Well, so, so was Tanya. So, so the, the car ride, I thought was both entertaining, but also kind of, you know, a bit more than entertaining. I felt the, mm-hmm. the them arriving to the relative's house certainly just entertaining. There's <laughs> not much more to it. Yeah. And then, and the whole Alicio bit really fed on that. Oh, is this a play? What's going on here exactly? And then later the night at the dinner, I don't know why this still gets to Bert getting almost like teary about, you know, 
how they they didn't you know there's no there's no homecoming there's no homecoming yeah Yeah, because this is the one bit of character development and burt poor burt poor and golden globe nominated f murray abraham bad god yeah feels bad for burt i mean it's good tears it's good tears (laughs) if he even teared up i don't know if he did but yeah so all right all right oh yeah and sorry watch tanya partying but two i liked it because i was just kind of look i was just i was so wondering what's gonna happen like what what's going on here like what's the angle like what's what is quentin gonna do exactly and and if so like because tiny has money yeah sure but what exactly is he gonna do to get said money Mm -hmm. so anyway okay that's all yeah so all right i want to talk about my number two let's go go mr sal yeah ready let's set go my number two rated episode is the finale, episode seven. I gave it a 10 out of 10. It's Arrivederci. Uh, great episode. Great finale. Loved, pretty much loved everything about it. Uh, the, the the two couples were the highlight for me. I know I know Tanya is, is, makes the big splash here, uh, pun intended. But uh, Ethan Harper, Cameron, and Daphne uh, really do this. They, they make this episode for me. You got the the... the faux breakup scene between ethan and harper where harper says you know what if we're going to talk about the fact that we're not attracted for each other what what happens to us now you know all that stuff uh, but then we also have uh ethan running into daphne after almost drowning cameron because he has discovered that cameron was trying to get with harper uh and and they go visit the island together do ethan and daphne and we have no idea what happens and i love that uh tanya's Tanya and Portia were, were phenomenal in this episode as well. They're really just truly wonderful. The shootout was great. Portia, or Tanya's death was perfect. Uh, Portia, other than the fact that she waited until she was in the car with, with Jack to call him out for abducting her, uh, really interesting. Loved the airport scene at the end. The, Lucia and Mia getting the, the big win of the, of the season. Great stuff. Valentina coming to terms with who she is. Wonderful. The only thing that was lukewarm on was the DeGrasso's here. Really not a lot of meat for them in this episode. Dominic gets to talk to Abby, I guess. They have an appointment to talk. Nothing really happens with Bert. And Albie gets uh, played for the mark that he is. But And I think that DeGrasso's are all that holds this back from being my favorite episode of the season. All right. I'm done. Okay, I won uh, 49. Hey, that's not too bad, right? It's not too bad. No, no, I'm just... <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess it's time then. Number one. All right, oh. Sal. Are you ready? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, ready, set, go. All right, my number one rated episode, my favorite episode of the season is episode five. That's Amore. Uh, man, I just I I love this episode so much. This is to me the the closest thing to perfect that there was in this season. Uh, for me, uh, especially retrospectively, knowing where Tanya's story is going, I look back on everything that happened in Palermo in this episode, which was kind of I guess kind of the weak part of this episode it looks so good now because you see quentin almost in tears as he's taking tanya to the opera and and as he's telling her about this cowboy who he would still do anything for and how uh love has never been his achilles heel but beauty is you know tanya sees sees uh jack and quentin with each other at the 
Yeah, there. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, the the couples. Oh my goodness, Har- Harper and Ethan. Uh, this is the the wine tour. Harper getting drunk and just like it gets Cameron just eating out of the palm of her hand as she's calling out his BS on everything. Ethan seething meanwhile. Cameron is touching her leg, and then we get the, the probably the best scene of the episode, which is Daphne telling Harper. You know, this is uh, this, this is my trainer. Oh, oops, that's my kid. Yeah, so I mean, do what you have to do to make yourself not feel like the victim. Uh, this th- that concept was prevalent throughout. I mean, it doesn't even matter, honestly, what happened with the DeGrasso's here. But even that was was good. Dominic and Bert have this really awesome feud with each other. Lucia and Albie uh, are 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 pretty much a couple at this point. This is really really cool, and this is. Everything I wanted was there in this episode, especially retrospectively. So this is a 10 out of 10 best episode of the season. 155. All right. I didn't say stop, but okay. I'm glad. Oh, okay. I'm glad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you going to stop or no? Yeah, that was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, I love this episode so much. I don't know if I really want to add to it. I mean, I see why. I did give it a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I can see it being better than Bull Elephant. But abductions are really dirty. I can't. Although I, I see why you preferred over them, especially with um the DeGrassos, for example. Yeah. And um Tiny's party scenes in abductions. So yeah, yeah. This it's just so perfect. It, it, the fact that I had so much trouble choosing between my two favorite scenes, like, is representative of how much I love this episode as well. Just the, the Quentin talking about love and lust and the uh wyoming cowboy and daphne talking about whatever you have to do to keep make yourself not feel like the victim mm-hmm. like, that that stuff was so good that like i said so the palermo stuff was too. the stuff that i questioned but then once i saw how it ended it was like oh no it was perfect it was so good very good anyway all right are you ready for your number one i'm ready okay ready set go my favorite episode in White Lotus is the finale, Arriva Dirty, seventh episode, obviously a 10 out of 10. I mean, this is such a good finale because it, it, it answers enough questions. Because White Lotus, since it's an anthology series, right? They don't gain a whole lot from leaving cliffhangers like other series. So they, they, they tie it up neatly with the bow, but they still leave things up for question, which are good too, right? Which is very nice too. Obviously, in this episode, Ethan. Did him and Daphne sleep together? We don't know. Seems like it could be the case. I think it is the case. But I also think uh, Harper and Cameron did more, too. So I I think that's interesting, too, that these two are questions we'll never have. But seemingly, Ethan and Harper seem to have reunited a flame together. Now, whether or not that'll that'll be healthy, but maybe it is. Who knows? Maybe it's exactly what they needed, as um, was stated before. So that was definitely good. Tanya's dead. I mean, I wasn't expecting it, certainly in the way it was. I mean, it's really great scene i enjoyed the the shootout i put that as my favorite scene Lucia and mia got the happy ending and probably the happiest ending out of everyone uh they did play lb mr sal didn't like the degrasso's endings as much i can see what he means i mean it's definitely more they're they definitely the most underwhelming ending but they didn't overplay what it was at this point in the season like dominic has an opportunity to improve things with abby in this episode dom and lb have a great discussion about you know this karmic payment and you know trying to do the right thing now 
is LB truly trying to do the right thing? I mean, you could certainly say he is, but you could also go the other way of he's just doing it because, you know, Lucia likes him and he really wants this thing to work out and he wants to bring her to America. So, and I like that, but, you know, you could make that debate and the arguments and we'll Stop. find out. Dang. <laughs> All right. You ended up with two as well. So I, I, I think I had three though. You had three though. So. Yeah. That's <laughs> what make you feel better. Uh, well, I appreciate no. that. <laughs> well, see, but here's the thing, though. Mine, I talked long on were my two favorite ones. Yeah, I know. Which makes sense. <laughs> yours, yours are your least favorite ones. But in my defense, you had already talked about both of my two favorite, my top two. That is also true. Oh, no, I take that back. You had not talked about <laughs> my number two. Yeah, I remember Darcy was my number two. Yeah, I'm talking about it now. You had already talked about my my top one. Why, anyway. why, do you want, do you want to right, well, respond to anything I just said? Uh, no, I, I love the episode. I love I love Robert Darcy. It's it's fantastic. Like I said, the, the only what what are the, the things he did? Aggressors were undersold, but I, I well, I mean, Bert Bert did nothing in the episode. She he didn't even show up until like twenty minutes into the episode. <laughs> like that's the charm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and Don't he is it. charming and he's entertaining, but he did nothing. And 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 Dominic, Do, the karmic payment stuff was good, I guess. Um, and, and you know, Abby coming back, uh, was good. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I love it. It's just that it's not. It's not the perfect episode that that that's Amari is to me. Okay, all right. I just, I think it's a very good ending. Last thing I want to say: it is I, Portia's I don't, I don't, trauma in the end yeah. is very good. Yeah, we'll see, I mean, we'll see, we'll see I, as, as I mentioned in when our finale coverage, I think she's the biggest loser of the season. Yeah, yeah. Sounds makes sense. Other than Tanya being dead, but I mean, other than people who died, I guess. But yeah, so all right, yeah, but we'll write that off then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, Kurt, let's let's talk about our our titles. Hey, Giuseppe. Yeah. Giuseppe. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be hired at the at the at the White Lotus. Um, I don't know what's what's a what's a really exotic uh, place in. I think where did he say where did Mike White say they were going next? Probably uh we said Eastern Kansas religions. City? So no, Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, White Lotus, Kansas City. Yeah, that's a different different series. So oh, my bad. Uh, no, yeah. But, uh, he said Eastern religion. So uh, t- say, say Tibet. White Lotus Tibet. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh well let's let's talk about our favorite and least favorite titles. All right. I'll, I'll let you choose. What do you want to do first? Best title or worst title? Let's start with the worst. Let's we'll start okay. on a negative tone here. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So worst title, uh, I'll go ahead and guess your worst title, I I think. So uh, I'm just like in season one when I discounted Arrivals and de- Departures, I'm discounting Chow and Derji because I don't know how you can pick one without picking the other one. So that leaves me with... I have an argument more. for this, but okay. All right, fine. Uh, that's Amore, Bull Elephants, Abductions, Italian Dream, and In the Sandbox. I think you said In the Sandbox is the worst title. All right. So I think, empirically speaking, Arriva Dirty is better than Chow. Because Chow, you could confuse as hello or goodbye. Okay. <laughs> so you might forget whether it's the beginning or the finale. <laughs> okay. But Arriva Dirty, you go, oh, of course, it's the finale. Mm. So... With that being said, I think your least favorite is in the sandbox. 
Okay. Uh, you are correct. I think that is easily my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, mine as well. Oh, yours as well? Yeah. yeah. It's just because I don't remember how it applies. And oh, maybe they explain how. I yeah, just don't so, remember. So Jack mentions to Portia, you know, uh, I can teach you how to play in the sandbox. Like it's it's is that about how it goes? that's 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 the only that's the mention of in the sandbox. So it's Lots about like just you know playing and having fun and and uh you know giving zero Fs. You know what I mean? So that's that's what it's more or less about. I don't necessarily see that application with everyone else in the episode, though. You know, may, maybe Mia. She she kind of plays in the sandbox. But with with Giuseppe there, but I, I I don't see it with everyone else. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, glad we got the um. So yeah, worst tiles. That means it's empirically the worst title. I'm glad we. Got I guess so. There. I don't want to go over the rest of my short list because this is already a pretty short list. No, fair, fair. So let's uh, let's move on to our favorite title of the season. Okay. Why don't Could you make first? a prediction yeah, for yeah, me yeah, first? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go on it. I think your favorite's either Natsumore or you seem to really be a fan of Bull Elephants as well. I don't think he did Objection to Two on the Nose and maybe he did Italian Dream. It's either Natsumore or Bull Elephants. I don't know which one, though. Mr. Sal. Hmm. Green or purple? For what? Pick one. Pick one. Green or purple. Oh, I want both. I like both those colors. Pick one. Green. Blue elephants. Okay. Uh, and I think your favorite... Um, I think you may have deliberately tried to mislead me off of your favorite when you said... I don't think you said abductions. That's two on the nose. So I think you said abductions. I said that's Amore. That's Amore. Oh, okay. Interesting. How come you said that's not what I said? So, how come? Oh, okay. Uh... I, I I like the song. I I I don't know how much I talked about it during the episode, but um, mm-hmm. when Mia sings the song and it mm-hmm. cuts to all the scenes, it was on the short list of my favorite scenes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, and, it's really uh, good. I like the tie-in of it and everything, and mm-hmm. um, and, and the whole season itself is about love and uh, very sexy. Like it's, it, I think it's very fitting. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you were right. I did pick bull elephants. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's because you told it to me by the color choice there. So, what did I tell you? Oh, the color. Like, yeah, yeah. You you always get it right when I when you give me those pick this because that. you you think it's just random luck with yourself. It is like I'm psychoanalyzing you when I do it. So <laughs> I hope I hope it's evident that I am with it. I wish I could pick a success rate as to whatever I ask you that and then. <laughs> Whether I get it right or wrong, because I do think I do get it right more than I get it wrong. I, I don't I do think it. you've ever gotten it wrong, honestly. I, I don't remember. I don't the, remember a time. But I'm just saying, Mister Sal, it's working. You can't. You can't deny the results. It's not. Okay. It can't be random. Okay. I. I mean, I. Yeah. I. I, I buy it. I believe you. I, I wish. I wish I. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, you wish you yes, Bull Elephants was my favorite. Uh, I like Daphne's little monologue about bull elephants and how they get kind of kicked out of the group and they're, they're left alone. They can't even, like, how she feels sorry for men because they can't even be friends with each other because of the competition, which is exactly what plays out through the rest of the, the season. The, the, yeah. Ethan and Cameron are constantly in competition with each other uh, and it turns out they always have been and so they can't really be friends but we see them behaving like 
you know, animals that night. So, yeah, Bull Elephant's my favorite title. That, and that was my second favorite title. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. My second favorite actually was Italian Dream. I really, I, I, I like. I can see that. I like that a lot. But on the short list for my least favorite titles, actually, was uh, Abductions. I don't, I don't like that title much at I all. Can, I, yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> the very yeah. plain title. I mean, it's just kind yeah. Of- well, considering that like Lucia's wasn't actually an abduction, first of all, and second of all, was, though. Portia didn't really realize she was being abducted. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't like that title very much. And I guess Tanya was also abducted. Uh, yeah, I guess. She also she had already she, no, but she had already she had she already out... gone to Palermo though. Yeah, but like she's going to be abducted extensively. But she, but she's on the boat. She's a, so she went to Palermo in the previous episode, and she leaves Palermo on the ne- in the next episode. I don't know. I don't think that can be. You could argue she's abducted. I, I think yeah. you'd argue. All right. Not in this episode, though. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's talk about our characters here. We got some awards to give out, I think. Uh, let's let's start with the goodest character. We talked a lot about this throughout the season. And from one episode to the next, we talked about who was the goodest character. Uh, to me, I think there's a clear winner here. And I think you agree with me. I think that... Uh, well, I'm not giving away. Why don't you take a guess first? Albie. Yeah, I, I think you also <laughs> said Albie. You think I said Albie? Yeah. Wrong, Ethan. No, you did not say No, Ethan. I said Albie. I said yeah, Albie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Albie. I, I think Albie is pretty clearly the goodest character here. Even, like, untethers. I think, I think uh, you Lucha. could argue Portia. Portia? I do not think you could argue Portia. Yeah, the more I think about it, I take it back. Yeah, I, I think I think Albie is is the clear goodest character here. Uh, you know, he's I don't, I don't know if does he do anything objectionable. I mean, the fifty thousand came from a good. Yeah, place. He extorts his but, father. I guess that's it. Like, yeah. He extorts his father, but it's not. He doesn't do it for nothing. He he gives his father something in return. <laughs> Let me say, all right, Dick extorts, and he gives it to <laughs> and, and he gives it to him in good faith, right? He does it before even receiving the karmic payment. That makes it all better, yeah. All right. So I, I don't know. I if that's the most objectionable thing you did, then you're a you are like an angel on this show. No, no, I agree though. Yeah, compared so, to everyone else, he certainly is um pretty good as character. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 the bigger ones. I mean, you can get pretty particular. Like you try saying like Isabella. <laughs> it's a good okay. Character. Yeah. yeah right. but, 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 yes. but with the big characters, like I think Albie is the most reasonable pick. Yeah, yeah I do. T- I do too. Um honestly tanya not a bad pick uh even though she kills all these people but it's seemingly in self-defense and she cheated on greg she did cheat on greg and she does treat portia kind of like a like she owns her (laughs) all right all right i wonder what that fortune teller said in italian you remember (laughs) it's true i wonder what she said she said there was someone beautiful in in Greg's life who was not her, and then she said something in Italian. Said that it was something really bad, very negative. Like, she was very negative. Maybe in Italian she said his name is Quentin. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right. Well, what we did not talk about at any point, I don't think, during the podcast was who's the baddest character. 
who's the bad? Of course, folks, I, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't assume that <laughs> you, you know exactly what we're talking about. Um, when we say good as character, we, we, mean, we mean the least morally objectionable. Right. Yeah, by our sense of morality. Yeah. Right. I mean, there, there, there's obviously um, a lot of opinions in that. I sure, think baddest will be even more opinionated because it's going to be a yeah, lot of. So uh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> a lot of characters. So baddest character would be like the the most, the the most morally objectionable, I guess. The most objectively morally objectionable. Well, see, I might change my answer. Okay. If you well, I'll wait. Hmm. So you guessed me first. I'll guess you next. Okay. Uh, I think you said Cameron. Okay. I think you said Cameron. Okay. Um, I will say Cameron if you tell me I can't pick my other person. I would also say Cameron if you say I cannot pick. Is it person. Greg? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I allow Greg. Yeah, I, I picked Greg as well. <laughs> <laughs> we both picked Greg, but on the understanding. What a scumbag! Oh my we, god! We both agree. Listen, we both agree. Greg, I think it's. I yeah. think it's, he was there long enough. He was the main character last season, and he's yeah pivotal. No, okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we both agree on Greg. Yeah, <laughs> we oh, both did together. <laughs> I like this. I do like how we both ended on Greg. Yeah. Oh, he's terrible. He's so bad. It's like... He's pretty bad. Yeah. No, I mean, oh. it appears that plotted to kill Tanya and he's you know he seemed sick of her and whatnot I mean yeah she didn't seem very pleasant yeah so and, and the, the, the result of it is not only Tanya's death but the death of three other people like this guy not Greg not Greg Greg gets off with uh, much better off actually he's very wealthy now but that was fine. Uh, <laughs> but Cameron certainly is, is honorable mention here. He's, he is. He is. I think I, yeah. scum of the earth. Like yeah, this is guy, <laughs> such yeah. a jerk, awful. So all right, but you know, the the reason Cameron I think gets off a little cleaner than Greg here is because the person he's person he's victimizing Daphne appears to know about it and not care. I would say, although he's also care. victimizing, what deals with the, you know, or... yeah, right, yeah, yeah, it's okay with it anyway. Yeah. So, um, he's also victimizing, I suppose, Ethan and Harper, but in a different way. No, I think it's, I, I think it's Greg. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I'm glad, I'm glad there you go. On that. I'm glad, I'm glad we were both willing to change our answers. Of, <laughs> it's <not even> unfair. <laughs> All right, I love it. All right, most character growth. So let me explain what we mean by most character growth here. The most character growth would be the person that we think uh, may have been underdeveloped early in the season, but ended up uh, developing into. Oh, wait, no, I, I take that back. The, the most character growth is the person who changes the most. Okay, so the 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 generally for the better. Right. So, for example, the most character growth that when we talked about in season one, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think I know who I said. I said um, Quinn in that season. Yeah. Like Quinn, Quinn went from like all, just, all he wanted to do was be nose deep in a screen in the beginning of the season to the end where he's actually, you know, he's thinking deep thoughts. He wants to stay and have, be on this rowing team. Like he grew as a person. Yeah. Right. So it's not necessarily about how we felt about them. We have another category for that. Mm -hmm. 
which will be next. And it's also not about how tall they got as well. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) In case that was a confusion point, I could see that. So most character growth, uh, well, it's your turn to guess mine first, I guess. Oh, jeez. Well, I know you didn't say Bert. (laughs) I know it's not Bert. If we had a category for least character growth, (laughs) it would be Bert. I know it's not Bert. I don't think they care. It's a hard one. Um, jeez, I have. Uh, I think you said, man, would you say, uh, <laughs> Albie? No, uh, Valentina. 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 Okay, and I think that you said Dominic. All right, I did not say Dominic. Did you say Valentina? No. Did you say Dominic? I said Dominic. Oh, I said Portia. Okay. I thought about it. Dominic was the person I was going to put. And I was like, you know what, actually? Yeah. Because Dominic's whole thing is, you know, he misses his wife. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to give up his life of, you know, sex addiction and whatnot. But how much has he really changed? I mean, he, he wants his wife back and he's given it up for five days, was it? Or four days that we had seen? Yeah, I think it was five five days and i was like you know but is that a massive change i thought about it I, was like, I don't know if it is right but mm-hmm. Porsche certainly has undergone some sort of change with the amount of trial she's got that's so, true so that's, that's what made me land on Porsche. i was like that's good. Cer- this this has certainly changed her um uh-huh. to some degree that's, <laughs> so, a, that's a good pick that's that's a really so good that, pick. that's all because originally it was dominic dominic is who i would have put here yeah i'll tell you why i think dominic still i guess i still credit dominic with this is is because like five days doesn't sound like a lot but for for a sex addict that is a lot that i think that 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 actually is a, a representative change so uh I, and we see him struggle with it throughout like he you know when he was walking down the beach and he's you know, he sees all these couples you know he he, he notices people drinking at the bar like he he's noticing women but he's not acting on anything uh and he's really and and it's really just because he wants to make things right with abby which he clearly and he he kind of wanted to make things right with abby in the beginning but only on his terms because he was still screwing around with Lucia, right so uh, by the by the end of this you know he's making karmic payments and uh, (laughs) and and i i think that I think that's a big deal. So yeah, it's so a lot I, of growth. I, yeah, no, I agree. It's a lot of growth. Paying yeah. money to get good comments for you. <laughs> but but Porsche is a good pick as well. Yeah. Okay. So that brings us to our next category, which is a similar ca- category, but uh, this is, has more to do with how we feel uh, about the character than how much they grew and developed. So the this is our biggest turn on a character. So. For example, in season one, uh, the character I had the biggest turn on was Nicole. Uh, I didn't think much at all of her early in the season. By the end of the season, I, I thought she had a lot more depth than I ever realized. So uh, in this season, I think you are going to say that your biggest turn on a character was Valentina. Mm, okay. I think your biggest turn was Portia. Okay. It was not. It was Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> and you got me wrong. It was not Valentina. What? It was not Portia. What? It was Harper. Really? So, because right. I, I, originally I had Portia. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you. 
Because at first, I don't know if you remember, but episode yeah. one and episode two, I was labeled Harper as the vibe killer. Oh, yeah. yeah. She doesn't seem very happy at all, right? Yeah. I don't like Harper, right? I wasn't too big on Harper. Mm-hmm. Episode three, four, five. I'm like, oh, jeez. I'm back on the Harper train, I think. Like, this is this is ridiculous <laughs> what Ethan's doing. Let's go Harper. Uh-huh. And that guy turned back against Harper. Harper <laughs> cheated on him. <laughs> I, know, I know she did. And then and then I think Ethan cheated on her too. So I'm like, oh well, it's not Harper. <laughs> I mean it's fine. <laughs> I guess I guess they're just I don't know what I don't know what to think now. So that's why that's why I said Harper. I mean, originally I was gonna put Portia here because I didn't like Portia either. I didn't even think about doing Valentina. She Valentina really? really I don't yeah, I don't know why I did I should have. Valentina is like a really good choice for this. I don't know why I didn't think about it. But she, she's a really good choice for this. But I'll stick stick with Harper because I really didn't like Harper, and then I was on her side, and then again, I, I, I guess <laughs> there are multiple turns of the character, but that's yeah. why. I, I, that's it's very windy road. Yeah. yeah, it was windy yeah. road. That's why. But I, I would agree gotcha. that Valentina definitely is a very good choice for this. Yeah, well, Valentina, it's just because like for episode one, two, three, I, I was like, there's this is there's nothing here. Well, I think with staff, yeah. The, the, she's she's just kind of in the background making Peppa Pig jokes. Like it's it's, it's all <laughs> she is. It, I was like, she, this is not Armand. Where's Armand? And then you know, by the time she's uh, asking Isabella out and then canceling the plans when she learns she's engaged to Rocco, I was like, wow, that this this character has actually been well developed, unbeknownst to me. This is a really amazing turn that i've had like i i actually want to see valentina scenes now so yeah th- th- that was that was an easy pick for me actually no well sensible the sensible one okay all right so do i go first here for the next category yeah you you're gonna you're gonna guess who i think was the most interesting character most interesting character jeez Ugh. A lot of characters, an anthology series. Could be really hard to pick an interesting one. Hmm. What did Mr. Sal say is the most interesting character? I think you said Tanya. Okay. Or, hmm. I wonder if you said Quentin, but I'll go with the. You said Tanya. Okay. Uh, now, I'm, I'm wondering if you, for the same reason that you. you Picked your biggest turn on Harper. I wonder if you go with Harper here. <sighs> Most interesting. I, mean, I don't know. You've been talking about Portia a lot in this in this uh, recap episode. Um, no, you know what? I, I think I know who you said the most interesting character was. Okay. Well, I think you said Lucia. All right. All right. What did I get you right? No, I did not say Tanya. <laughs> I didn't think you did after I said but... <laughs> I'm I'm surprised you didn't get me actually. I I feel like was it Harper? Been... No, it almost was. I I had Harper, but I only had so it was Harper Daphne, there. So it yeah, Daphne. I only had Harper there because I was oh, like Daphne just Daphne, Daphne just I... didn't didn't do enough. But then oh. I, I thought about it all week. I was like, no, Daphne is easily the most interesting character. Yeah, it's about me. pound like, for pound. It's about pound yeah, for oh, pound. It's not, I think that's even even take pound for pound out of it. Like there's nobody on this series on this on this. Uh, season anyway who i was more enthralled by than daphne i wanted yeah. to know every thought she was having it was yeah. unbelievable I she was I, great i, I should have guessed that well michelle you'll never guess mine uh, apparently i did not guess yours because i said lucia and that's wrong yeah yeah it's not lucia okay i mean you have like two three more guesses and you won't get it right how will i not get it right you won't 
because I already said a bunch of people that aren't correct. Well, you uh, try it. You won't. All right. Uh, let's see. I think you said Dominic then. Nope. I think you said Albie. Nope. All right. I don't know then. Cameron. Really? Here's why. And here's why I said Cameron. Okay. I can defend this. <laughs> yeah, here's why I said better. Cameron. You got some defending to do. Because I, I thought about it. I thought about it. I was, I was thinking about all the other characters. I'm like, you know what though about Cameron is that I don't, I don't like Cameron as a character. But he's a <laughs> catalyst. Okay. He mm-hmm. causes... He's what really pushes along the couple storyline and, and mm-hmm. causes argumentative, like the, the fights between Ethan and Harper, right? He's there that causes that night with Ethan with, and by getting me and Lucia, right? He's there with Harper trying to get Harper, right? Ethan gets mad at him and you know, he's a big stick. Cameron is a big catalyst, right? So that is why mm-hmm. I chose Cameron as the most interesting character because he's what makes the couple storyline as interesting as it is. To me, okay, all right. right. As 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 just the catalyst. Although I didn't. Daphne, did you did you feel as though the couple storyline was the most interesting storyline? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I agree. I I think it was definitely. Yeah, and I think I think Cameron's big portion to do with that. That being said, I, I think Daphne's insights are very good and really nice. Although I don't know if she's mm-hmm. quite like the catalyst that well, I, I just for it. I, I, but her insight is so, really good. there's so much mystery to Daphne that it's just like uh, she plays it so well she plays it so like uh, I don't know bubbly is it, maybe that's the right way to say it um anyway she's she just kind of always seems happy and like floating right and, and maybe even a little oblivious right Which but but there's there's she's not she's definitely not she's she there's pain there and there's so much savvy like it's she's she's so good oh my god all right anyway uh i'm, I'm so disappointed that she didn't get nominated for a golden glove well, i mean burke kind of deserves that well this is a different category so yeah. i can't take it away I, I mean the, I, i'm also disappointed ethan didn't get nominated for a golden globe so that i can take away from Bert. So, anyway. All right, we've got one category left, Kurt, and that most, is oh, most entertaining category. Hmm. Well, you got to guess first, actually. Oh, I'm guessing first. That's right. So I think that you said the most entertaining character. We've ragged on him all night, but I think you think Bert is the most entertaining character. I think you think Tanya is the most entertaining character. I sure do. <laughs> of course, I uh, do too. Oh, dude, actually, I, okay. I did say Tanya. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, that's great. Well, I, I thought <laughs> I said it like that. Well, because I thought coming into this season that Tanya was not one of your favorites from season one, and that you might have been a little disappointed that it was well, her he, that was carrying over season two. So, well, here's how I felt about it: was that in season one, Tanya had the least amount of the actual drama with her, right? Because she came in mm-hmm. and she left the same, right? And, and that was kind of the theme for season one, though, is that people, you know, the well, the theme for season one was that these tourists, these outsiders come, they ruin the lives of the locals, and then they kind of leave, and mm-hmm. either their lives are better or they're just about the same. Like Shane, Rachel, looks mm-hmm. like their relationship's more or less the same. Mark and Nicole are better, and Tanya's literally just the same. She's just getting mad at I guess she leaves with Greg. My bad. She yeah. leaves with Greg, so it's a little better for her, seemingly. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's why... I, I wasn't as pleased as Tanya coming into it, just because she seemed to have like the least amount of change. And she was funny, but mm-hmm. she, you know, she has less substance of character. Now, that being said, still entertaining. I, last season, I would have called her funny and entertaining. This mm-hmm. season, still the same. 
But obviously, they did a lot more. I think drama with her character, and yeah, mm-hmm. she dies eventually with this. So it's it's really good. And I they, I don't think they would have been able to get away with it had they not brought her over. Like if she was just similar to the DeGrasso showing up, I don't know if it would have been yeah. as good. Not knowing her history and like it, it would have had to explain a lot more. And, and maybe you could have, but I I don't know. If, I don't know if it would have been anywhere near as good. So, but that makes yeah. it that doesn't even matter to the point. I think she's an entertaining character. Okay, so all right, cool. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I I think I just think she's so funny. Like I just hang on her every word. And so like, I think maybe my favorite line of hers in the season was, "Is that the Queen of Sicily?" Like <laughs> opera. <laughs> oh, is that I, the Queen of Sicily? I I oh really liked it when it, when it was the the storyline of. Well, it all started when I was born. Oh, we're going that far yeah. back. I, 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 <laughs> oh, the very beginning. Very okay. beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did enjoy it. So, I do feel kind of bad. I don't have Harper listed in any of my categories, and, and I loved Harper. Same as, I mean, I guess I feel bad about all the characters that I didn't list, but oh well. Yeah. I this name is, them all. <laughs> there are so many characters I could name. <laughs> but and that's rate. good and that's good they have a lot of good character uh, like variety and like because a lot of these like mm-hmm. i i had to think about it it wasn't it wasn't very like an easy choice like what is it um good it's just pretty easy that is how i think about but i think greg definitively kind of wins it but for most mm-hmm. growth biggest turn most interesting those three mm-hmm. those three yeah these were not one of the first people i thought of when i put them in the categories I had to think isn't about that it. funny that's that's really cool like that do you do you have between the two seasons? Do you have? You said you like season two more, right? I think, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I I still don't. I still so, don't know if I can come down definitively on one side of that the, argument. Season one is more funny. Season one is certainly more funny. Mm-hmm. But this seems a lot more serious. Season two, and there's a lot yeah. more. I think there's a lot more drama, drama than season one. Now season one obviously is still like mm-hmm. drama and. It has a lot of serious undertones and, you know, the, the ruining the people, the locals and whatnot. But it does two, seem like it just takes it to another degree. So. It does seem like there's more psychologically at play here in the season two. And for that reason, I do may probably like season two more. We have literal murder that goes on. <laughs> I talked about it. Like the, the death, the, the killing in season one to me felt a little, I don't know, like. Like we showed that someone died, so we really have to make sure someone dies at the end of the season. And here's how it happens, right? But I kind of liked that it was just kind of an accidental death, that it wasn't like a conspiracy. Like the the conspiracy aspect of this season is what maybe makes me like season one a little bit more. But I, I don't know. I probably still like season two more. But I I think we we shouldn't look at the lens of a murder mystery. Like, like it's not it's not a murder mystery in the slide. It's just someone dies <laughs> that's yeah. the way it is yeah uh yeah i suppose who would have thought you... we should put tanya as both someone to die and her own killer yeah yeah right. do you have a favorite character between the two seasons armand is still a character it's hard to it's hard life. to not say tanya because she's the one who's involved i can easily not say tanya okay, okay. watch me <laughs> <laughs> armand I do, I do miss Armand. I do, yeah. I did like, I did like the dynamic of Armand. I don't know if he would have fit here with everything else going on, but I did yeah, really I like know. Armand. I don't know if that's just like distance makes our hearts grow uh, fonder. But yeah, I feel like hmm. Armand is still my favorite character. Yeah, 
Interesting. Huh. What do you say? What would you say, Michelle? If you had to pick one. I don't know. It's hard for it's really hard for me to not say Daphne. I I love her so much, <laughs> but she's just not a huge character. I don't know. I mean, maybe Paula. I really liked Paula last season. You could say you could say El Salvatore. Salvatore. Uh, so mike white has kind of teased that i don't think it's much of a tease but mike white has a background in survivor right and and they do all-star survivor seasons right uh he's kind of teased that he'd love to someday do an all-star white lotus oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) um i I don't know how I feel about that because I don't know who you like. You're gonna end up inevitably leaving people out that I wish were there, right? That's fine. Uh, that's part. Yeah, that's oh, part of it. That is part of it because you know there's gonna be scheduling conflicts and whatnot. But, um, uh, you know, if if you could bring one character back who's who's still viable, so you can't bring yeah, back no, our mind. I know I can't bring back. So our mind. yeah. So uh, if you could bring one character back for a future season, who would it be? You didn't know I was going to ask this question. Either, no, so no, this no, is no. Well, here, you, you, do, you, do you have an answer for it or no? Uh, I, I would. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's so much chalk for me to just say Daphne now, but I really want more Daphne. Yes, that, that's what it would be. It would be Daphne. Shane. 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 Oh. <laughs> he was such a good mixture of funny and like a joke. <laughs> Oh, he was man. like comically a jerk. Cameron's not comically a jerk. He's just kind of like a jerk. <laughs> Shane's comically a jerk. Okay. Yeah, I remember the scene. He's in bed. I mean, yeah. He's talking about people feeling, what was me? <laughs> I have so much money or something. I forgot what yeah. it was. <laughs> the, the hand that I've been dealt. The, oh, yeah. I didn't, <laughs> You're right. I didn't ask for this hand. This sweet hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. good. So, <laughs> I missed that. That was a good comedy. Like, like I said, season was a lot more comical. So, yeah. All right. Well, I I think uh, we can probably call it there, right? Yeah, so, yeah. folks, uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed our coverage of the White Lotus. On a programming note, even though there's no more White Lotus for Showhoppers until season three, and you can bet your bottom dollar will be there for season three. Uh, we are, we have a three week gap between our, uh, this episode when this drops and our next new live happening series, the last of us brand new on HBO season one. We're in on the ground floor for that. That season starts i believe it's uh january 15th is the first episode and and we will have coverage of that episode and all subsequent episodes that thursday right so that would be the 19th of january so but in that three-week gap in the meantime we're going to be covering watchmen so if you like the white lotus the white lotus is an hbo original series that won the emmy for best anthology or limited series well guess what Two years prior watchmen did that same thing as an hbo original series so maybe check it out we're going to start next week with our watchmen preview coverage where we will kind of recap and and highlight the graphic novel on which the series i i, I shouldn't say the series is based on the graphic novel but that's the background for the series the series is more like a sequel to the graphic novel 
reading the graphic novel first will definitely enhance your enjoyment of the series, but we will help you kind of wade through it as well with the preview coverage next week. And then the following two weeks, we'll be back on Thursdays with Watchmen episodes one and two, and we're going to move Watchmen over to Mondays, starting with episode three, so that we can get The Last of Us in on Thursdays. So we hope you'll be there with us for all that. In the meantime, we've got an extensive back catalog. I'm not going to go through all that right now, but Go check that out. It's a, that, there's lots of good stuff there as well. Um, Kurt, it's been a pleasure covering the White Lotus with you. It's a beautiful thing to make uh, to make such a good friend this late in life. I'll throw this artichoke at your head. <laughs> I should tell you, folks, if you want to contact us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, of course, we'd love those five-star ratings and reviews and subscriptions and share the podcast around. Um, we'll look forward to, to seeing you next week, hopefully, for Watchmen, and four weeks, hopefully, for The Last of Us, and certainly whenever The White Lotus Season 3 drops, we'll be back. In the meantime, arrivederci. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day. <laughs> <laughs>